recording. start a show yeah this is a hell of a way to start a show i I feel like uh if we were to ever start a show with a song for this episode this is kind of the vibe it is kind of the vibe especially that song i don't remember i don't remember timmy taylor you don't remember timmy taylor no i do but i think i've heard most uh mostly him live Mm. because that was pretty atmospheric like i I didn't remember that it's 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 here man we are back fright night this is going to be probably one of my favorite episodes we ever get to do episode 24 episode soon (laughs) <laughs> no, no. Uh, Jake, why don't you do the honors here? Uh, we have a special guest today, as you can see through the camera. Uh, his name is Robbie Banfitch. I, I pronounced that right, right? <laughs> yes. And uh, he is the director of the new movie, The Outwaters, that we actually reviewed a couple episodes today, ago. Yes. This Dude, is- I got to say, I'm so stoked for you to be here. Uh, like I was explaining to you a little bit before we went live. You know, I was I came from Twitch, so I was there for over three years, and uh, the band that we just played was Timmy Taylor. What we did on that show was unsigned bands. That's I, I really care about unsigned artists and uh, independent artists, so that's why I'm really excited to talk to you today. But it's so funny, right? Yeah. How many people have hit us up to do interviews with them to come on, and we're like, mm, I don't know. Like, you're so you have your reservations <laughs> about doing interviews. I, I just I I hate interviews, like because I just feel like coming from the Twitch world, it was it was really large artists that we were working with, you know. And like I was, I was explaining a little bit before. I don't, Jake, I don't know if you know this or not, but the Red Hot Chili Peppers wanted to come on our show. Mm-hmm. I respect Red Hot Chili Peppers more. Mm-hmm. I, I love, I love what they're doing. I'm not a fan of the music. I, I respect them. That's fucking really cool. And I was just like, no, oh, thank you, because you're going to ask them the same fucking questions, you know. But this one, man, I'm, I'm, I'm so excited. You know, your movie was actually recommended to us from uh, Blunt Dads. They have a podcast also, and uh, they wrote me in the Discord. They're like, you got to check out the Outwaters. I think you would fucking love it. And then. What was crazy about that was not only did they recommend it in our Discord, so many people jumped on it on our Discord were like, Bobby, you guys would love this movie. Please mm-hmm. review this movie. And I was like, damn, okay. It was probably like at least 10 people, I would say, yeah, that responded. W- All yeah. 10 of them that like it, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think this movie out of like the entire podcast, like this one has been most talked about. It has been. On Discord and then also internally too, because I know we still talk about the movie a lot. Yeah. Like after we've seen it. Yeah. So what's going on, man? So let, let's let's just jump in. Let's just let's just get going because I got a million fucking questions for you. Cool. Um, I wrote down a whole bunch of like keywords like on a thing that we can go. <laughs> what's, the, what's the sexiest keyword that you wrote? Yeah, the sexiest fair. keyword that I wrote was. Oh shit! Mm. That's not <laughs> on the spot. That's not hot. That hey hey that's, that's not hot that's at all. That's not cool. We're gonna say favorite horror films. That's three words. <laughs> What? See why I hate interviews. See how fucking <laughs> stupid Dude, this you is. Put me on you spot. see how stupid We're this is. We're restarting now. 
Yeah, we're going to restart. <laughs> let's just talk. Let's, let's just, just talk. talk. <laughs> so first movie, is this your first movie you've ever done? Uh, it's my first feature right. that I ever like submitted to festivals and tried to make an actual Awesome. Thing. And how's yeah. it, what's been the feedback? Um, literally all over the place. Some people really angrily, angrily hate it. Um, <laughs> some people love it and have seen it five times in the theater yeah. um, and then everything in between. Do you focus on all the negative shit? Uh, yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so you're one of us. Yeah, yeah. So I you're lurk, one of us. I lurk on the letterbox. Uh, okay. do, you, do you lurk yeah. on there and like kind of spiral out, or is it just like whatever, um, and you just kind I of find it entertaining? Very like slight spirals, or like a month ago when it was released, just little slight spirals. But um, now More I kind like of a, just, I've seen everything now, so mm. less spiraling, less spiraling. I, I'm blown away by this. So, Jake, you went to... In Santa Ana. The Frida Cin- yeah, the Frida Cinema. He had a showing this past Saturday, and he ha- he had a pretty good turnout. And then after that, he did a Q and A with uh, the audience, yeah. and it was full of questions. Well, the question that Jake brought back to us, and I guess you answered it. It was how you edited the movie. You did this whole movie in iMovie. Yes, that's true. <laughs> I wouldn't recommend that, but yes, <laughs> but yes. I did the sound design and the editing in iMovie. Um, I mean, I knew I didn't want any special effects right. added, and I, I don't like cross dissolves and stuff like that, so I knew it was just going to be hard cutting. Uh, I still wouldn't recommend it. How though. long did that take you? Yeah, how many hours were there? I feel like that, oh, that I don't know, my life, extensive. my entire yeah. life. <laughs> <laughs> when did you start shooting the movie? 2019. Okay, and then um, it released last year, right? Uh, well, you, it started making its rounds last year, right? I, I started. It started playing festivals in February of 2022. Okay, mm-hmm. and then it got its theatrical release last month. Okay, so yeah. So um, this has been a process. Then. It's been a bit of, bit of a process. So so the movie, it's just you, your friends, and what did you shoot it with? Uh, Canon 70D. Wow. So just that, and then That's you edited so cool. an iMovie. These are all your friends. Yes. <laughs> yep. Wow. What about what? the uh, writing process? Was that all you, or is that like the collab with the friends? Um, that was that was all very intuitive and all all over the place and mm-hmm. notebooks, uh, lists of shots I needed to get, um, random lines of dialogue, but it was all very organized in my head. Gotcha. Um, I say that and then people are like, oh yeah, it's a bunch of shit thrown at the wall. But of course he didn't write it, but no, I wrote it. Mm-hmm. It's just, I didn't have to like make a what, script script. What, what is the feedback so far you've been seeing? Like what's the, what's the hate? What's the good? What's the bad? Like what's, what kind of feedback is uh, it? Uh, well, I'll start with the, the, f- hate i'm surprised because there was, there's hate that i was totally expecting which is like i don't get this like it doesn't make any sense just a bunch of like darkness like i totally get all that mm-hmm. and, I, and if, if that's not your thing i get it uh, but the stuff i was not anticipating was i hate these fucking people these characters <laughs> are obnoxious oh they went at you on a personal level but yeah, yeah <laughs> this is horrible filmmaking this is like film student trash i'm like no bitch i went to film school like 15 years ago yeah um so i wasn't anticipating that also the, it's like hard to like, all right, I guess you don't like me and my friends because we were just kind of being ourselves and that's how we are. Yeah. I thought we were likable. I hate it in found footage movies and people are like arguing and fighting the whole time. And Well, I think stuff, we so. all agreed on that, that we, you guys were relatable and we could, we could sense uh, while watching the movie, you guys were probably friends, obviously, before this yeah. process. Yeah. So I, I loved it. I, I, this movie to me, like, and you shared our sound clip, which I thought was so cool. Everyone here knows, and everyone's listening knows. A twenty four is my favorite, and Hereditary is my favorite movie on this planet. They haven't planet. hit me up. They haven't hit you up. They haven't no, hit not yet. Haven't not, not yet. yet. That's all right. It's coming. It's coming. It's going to manifest. But Hereditary for me is a movie that I, I can't. I don't know. I I grew up. I had some fucked up shit, shit happen to me. You know, early on, where my grandma died inside of a church, and I was there, and it felt like her energy got passed on. It, it's just really dark and fucked up, twisted shit. But 
that was a big when Hereditary came out. It yeah. it, it it hit me. I, I can't explain it. So I made him. I forced him to watch it one night, like forty five years ago. He fucking hated it the first it's, time because it scared it. the fuck out of me, and it like it it hit me. Did you finish me. it? The first time I, uh, yeah, but you know me, I was like, man, fuck this movie. I don't want to watch this <laughs> yeah. movie. But I was like terrified on the inside because I feel shit. Like I'm like a I'm like an energy source. I'm an energy person. So. I don't know, man, but but no shit. I mean, there has been no other movie that's made me feel a certain way other than Hereditary than your movie. Thank you. I love yeah. Hereditary it's, very much. Yeah, you was a big fan of Hereditary? Huge fan of Hereditary. That's cool. That's cool. But, like, I'm just thinking about it, right? Like, when we when we first watched this movie, mm-hmm. and I know, Raul, you've seen it too, right? We've all, we've all seen it. I, like, didn't know what to make of it at first, right? Like, because there's so many moving pieces, so much going on. The sound design was 12 out of 12. Like, you, you're not beating a better... The, this you know the sound it, i watched it you watched headphones, headphones you were telling me yeah, before yeah, yeah. i even watch it with you guys it yeah. was yeah but and then once i kind of like because i'm slow everyone's got everyone, <laughs> we all know this all the listeners know i'm a little i'm on a little slower end of things but as the movie's going on jake really kind of explained it to me and i was like bro literally like this movie is like what i fear every day of my life <laughs> you know what i mean like this is like one of my fears of my life and i'm just like holy fucking shit i mean we we talked about it well, it's I, essentially health that they kind of get caught up in you know? 100 yeah. percent. and and to give you your flowers i mean you literally have the coolest you have the coolest scene in any fucking horror movie that exists i'm just gonna put that out there and I, i'm not I'll, fucking bullshitting you on that i'll probably disagree but you, scene? <laughs> the scene where uh the character just gets up and starts running Upside down. Upside down in the in the desert. I think it's Michelle covered in blood, and she gets up from the ground, but it's a shot upside down, Bro. Oh, yeah. and you start running after her. We were also hung over that day. <laughs> That's amazing. She was so... We, we had, she had like two hours of sleep and was like, run, bitch, put the blood. <laughs> so hot. I, I love knowing that you guys were hung over shooting that scene. Because in that moment, I'm like, oh, my God, these are like my sleep paralysis demons. Like, they're here, you know? It felt like a dream sequence where you're like in the middle of a nightmare and yep. you see that glimmer of hope of getting out the nightmare and every time you run towards it your voice becomes quieter you become slower well it's sleep paralysis never, it's, it's it's sleep paralysis that that scene took me straight to sleep paralysis I, I had sleep paralysis last week at unnamed footage festival in my theater chair while we were watching paranormal activity and i fell asleep but then i had sleep paralysis oh, I like, oh my god yeah Really? I mean, I've had it a million times, so I wasn't scared. It's like, fuck, I just want to get my soda. But so I can't, can't move. you're just like, <laughs> yeah. you're just sitting there and you're just stuck. Sitting there, yeah, stuck in my seat with <laughs> Scott, who plays my brother in the movie, sitting next to me, paranormal activities playing. And I'm just like, fuck, I can't, can't move. When you get it, like, can you see everything kind of going on around you then? Uh, at that point, it's, sometimes it's hazy or sometimes, but I was pretty like awake aside from not being able to Last move. time I got it, like I could see my friend on the couch and I was like trying Crazy. to be like, like get his attention. Yeah. And then just kept starting over and yeah. over and over. Yeah. I just really wanted my you popcorn and soda. <laughs> <laughs> you could even, it was so close, but so far away. That's so funny. That is, that is funny. Uh, like that. Oh, you can't see. So are you uh you on the road right you on like a road show right now promoting this? You traveling around? What's what's Nope, just just drinking coffee and smoking cigarettes in little Armenia. <laughs> um, doing nothing much. Yeah. No, that's not true cuz I just Editing found out things. Just found yeah. out you make music. Oh yeah. And you're working on yeah. Oh, yeah, that's old that, yeah, I'm not working on it. I would actually might after my next movie comes out I might try to go do work on just some music mm. a little bit. That's but cool. that's more of a hobby and for fun. Okay. Mm-hmm. So who did all the sound design for the movie? Was it just you? I did the sound design. Okay. Um, and um, in iMovie. 
<laughs> I, 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 I love that. I um, you have a talent, like <laughs> yeah, absolutely. To be able to create like a bigger than life type of film experience with yeah. With have have you heard Jake's music, Strange Kids? Have you heard any of his stuff? I did not play. <laughs> Jake is a <laughs> crazy talented musician. That Jake is. Pr I'm pretty sure Jake was put here on planet Earth. I'm pretty sure. I know for a fact. You were here to do scores and movies. Your, I mean, your band is fucking playing main stage at all these massive festivals. Jake is one of the most talented artists. Oh. With that being said, Jake, your band or the podcast, if you had to choose. That's fucked up. You can't make me <laughs> I choose. Like I like Jake ultimatums. That's my least favorite thing is yeah. ultimatums making me choose. Mm. If I had to choose right now, I'd walk away. Mm. From, from both? both? From both. You'd yeah. quit both? From both. No, I wouldn't quit really? both. Mm. No, I'd choose both. So so let's talk about music for a second and sound. So in the movie, uh, there's there's a song from you, correct? The sound? There's a few, yeah. Okay. Just, they were free. So which ones? We had the spell. I want to say the spell. Yeah, I wrote that after some um, heartbreak stuff. Okay, let's uh, let's play let's play a little bit of the spell. I love on this show. We always play music, unsigned artists, and stuff. So I'm let's, looking uh, forward to hearing this. Me too. Let's do it. Was it this was in the movie? Oh yeah. No flowers here. No violins, my. We're like, oh, that's a sick track, but it's so dope. I'm gonna I let do. it run. Can I let it run? Can I let it run? All right, I'll let it run. say what anyone that's hating on anything you do fuck them yeah <laughs> because this is fucking incredible this is insane well right before we put that on like right before we started the podcast you, you saw it pop up or whatever and you were like that's a good one is like, you're one? right like that was oh timmy taylor to what no no what? his song like when he when we were talking about oh yeah yeah of course yeah. of course but it's no, not cringy your friend show you did a music and you're like oh fuck yeah, I, yeah. this isn't cringy. So Every time Jake does it. that, I'm like, "Fuck, this is so cringy." <laughs> That's fucked up. <laughs> I not, no, 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 dude, no, I no, never not forced lately. my music on you. Should we play a Strange Kids track right now? No, no. This podcast Are we allowed is to? not about me right now. <laughs> okay. Uh, there was another track you wanted to play though, too, right? From your from your friend. Um, if you want, would it? I, I would love. Yeah, I would love to. So she was in the movie. Uh, she's one of my oldest friends. We went to high school together. Met her up. Or, you know, showing gummo at a high school party. Okay. <laughs> and her song I put in the end credits of the Outwaters called Red Hands. Red Hands. Okay. Let's see. It's solid. It was at the end when the credits were rolling over? Mm -hmm. Okay. Let's see. What was the track name was Red Hands, Lauren, 
Jack wish. That's it. Do they hear all this talking right now? Or just yeah. Oh, yeah. hi. Hi. <laughs> hi. Hey, bitches. <laughs> this is my first podcast where I have a microphone in front of my face like a dick. How you feeling about <laughs> it? Normally doing the streaming. <laughs> I love it. You usually do like, uh, what do you call it? Like a Zoom kind of like when you do interviews or something like that? Or yes. Yeah. Gotcha. Zoom. Let's, uh, I'm usually like smoking cigarettes. Right? <laughs> I had a publicist for like one week for the movie and didn't like smoke. We got, we got weed. You want to smoke some weed? Oh, I'll turn into a total idiot. Okay. In a bad way, but thank you. Do not smoke at all. Speaking of total idiot. definitely don't want to eat our high. back gummies. Oh, I'm yeah. high. I'm high as it's fuck on. right now. You don't want to eat our back gummies, though. I'm scared. Yeah. <laughs> um, let's, play, uh, let's play Red Hands by Lauren yeah. Jackwish. Yes. Cool. Sorry, make me feel a certain way. I love to feel a certain way. inspired but it, it it feels really nice to have you here man i'm i'm, I'm stoked you're here I, I haven't been this inspired in a long fucking time is that music thank you yes. unreal yes. just from yeah, what her you created to to the soundtrack to the sound design to their whole vision of the movie to is I'm, I'm inspired right now this right? is a fucking really good feeling yeah this, it, it, is, this is really cool this is really really crazy you know i what i love the most too just getting to know you and stuff too is hey you're so fucking humble but you Am know I- was that? Uh, well, am I? I was like, this song's pretty good. <laughs> no, 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 you're right. You're, you're you're very humble because before we sat down, I said, "How's the movie going?" You know, and you're like, everyone just hates it. <laughs> <laughs> but but dude, here, here's what I love about this. Right? Is it's Jake, okay. I know it's good. It, that's that's all that matters. It's, it's confidence. But, that is all that matters. But here, here's what I love about this. Right. So this is your first real feature film, right? Yes. And. We love, you know, because we're here really, well, we're here really here for you today, but we're going to be going into session nine. Which was a recommendation uh, was, by you. Which was your favorite, one of your favorites, right? One of my favorites, yes. Um, and we, you know, we go through, we always talk about what the budget was and what the box office did. And, you know, a little background on me is I started Blackcraft in 2012 with $100. And mm-hmm. I was, you know, much like how you're doing with your movie, no overhead. There was I didn't have money to go create a, a company, you know, mm-hmm. and people were like, 
you can't do an apparel brand. You you need fucking hundreds of grand to buy inventory and all this shit. And I'm like, I'm gonna figure it the fuck out, you know? And you you really did that with this. And what what was the budget on this movie? Can you tell us? Like before, so I made the whole movie pretty much, and then I brought a friend slash producer on like after, okay. pretty much yeah. after it was made. Yeah, yeah. So before I was working at Greenpeace full time, so I made it on the weekends, and the budget really was like three thousand or four thousand dollars to get most of the movie. And wow. I, Damn. Um, that's insane. And, that's fucking insane. Ultimately, with all the finishing and, and finishing is usually just like legal bullshit and like fifteen grand. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Which Damn. is the same Skinner Inc. Yeah. Uh, Kyle's movie, and I think there's something else similar. What was Blair Witch's again? Blair more, Witch was like sixty thousand or something. Yeah. Like that. something. Yeah, but they put a lot of money into marketing promotion. They had like a cool website up, and they were creating like this whole like yeah, it was like a whole marketing campaign, like a marketing scheme to get people. They had it was a really low budget, but they had a lot more people involved um, from the beginning, so it makes sense that they had to spend more money. But there's an amazing book um, by Matt Blasey called Eight Days in the Woods." It's about Uh the making of the Blair Witch Project. It goes from the initial concept all the way through the marketing and Sundance. That's right. I recommend anyone who's interested in doing anything with your friends or artistic or indie to read that book. What, what's it called? I'm going to write that down. Eight Days in the Woods. Eight Days in the Woods. Eight that's right up here. It's, yeah. it's, it's also just, if you like the Blair Witch Project, you have to read it. Yeah. No, that's great. I love the Blair Witch. That's cool. Yeah. Damn. So are you happy with where you're at so far with the movie? I mean, you know, looking back on it, you know, would you do anything different? Would you, you know? Um, I'm sure if I looked at back, back on it in like 10 years, I'll be like, oh, yeah, I would have changed this and that. But right now I'm happy with it. All, awesome. all the, most of the criticisms I've seen, I already got through the editing process and just decided I disagreed. Um, and then I, I am open to criticism and I've changed a bunch of stuff that I thought people were right with. So yeah. that's why it's a little yeah. annoying. But when I see criticisms now, for the most part, I've heard them already and I decided... Yeah. It's hard for me to picture, like, imagine. Hard for me to change my personality, though. I can't really go back and edit me and my friend's personalities out to make us more. Well, like that was one, like, <laughs> that with the sound, and then I think, like, the originality of it was was what really was awesome about this movie. Like, I still gave it the lights off just because, like, me personally with mm. the pacing and stuff with my attention, but it's pretty when, when I talk about it, like, I mean, we were just talking about it two days ago, like, me and Raul, like, every time I talk about it, I'm enthusiastic. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just I can't imagine. No, it's a good shot. It's a good conversation you, piece, I believe. You, you know what's so funny, though, man, with with my success of, of having the brand now, it's going on 11 years this year. When I first started off, I was, like, the opposite, you know? Like, I didn't give a fuck what anybody fucking said, you know? Like, when I like when I launched a couple tees, people were like, this shit fucking sucks. I'm like, fuck you. I feel fucking passionate about this shirt. Fuck you, you know? And then meanwhile, in the background, like the shirts sound like crazy, you know? And, and then, but it's funny though, 11 years later, I'm 34 now. It's like, I read comments now and I'm like, <laughs> fuck, maybe I shouldn't do this shirt designer. Maybe we shouldn't do that. But then I find myself, I'm like, fuck this, you know? Like I, I made this brand, you know what I mean? Like yeah. I, I don't, you start listening to too much. You get in your fucking head, which Will lives in his own fucking head. I don't. Here. I don't read shit. Yeah, that was good. Yeah. <laughs> but dude, it's weird because the worst thing, like people can say stuff, and that doesn't bother me as much as like what I'm saying to myself. <laughs> <laughs> that's actually that's actually a good that's actually a good yeah. shout. I had a little fun with the the Guardian. Just reviewed it, I guess, yesterday or today or something, uh-huh. and they didn't give it like a horrible review. They they, they did say they ended on that uh, the movie is uh, decadent and um, empty. So I had some fun with that on Insta stories. <laughs> I did not feel like this movie was empty at all. Because the it's only not. the only the only negative thing that I would say about the movie is, but but I'm like this, and and I have ADHD, ADD. I fucking am crazy, dude. If something doesn't, if uh, ten minutes is all I fucking need, which ten minutes is a long time, by the way. But yeah. 
<laughs> but just the pacing a little bit from for myself too. That would be the only thing I would agree on. That I, I was just like, oh, I wish it would be maybe a little bit shorter. But that was, that was it, one hundred percent for me too. Because like you, I think it, I think it was the scene with like you kind of being drunk, like playing with the mic and stuff. Oh, yeah. Like that was all fun. Cause that's what like friends and shit. For do. sure, for sure. And then that last like forty minutes and stuff kicks yeah, in. Yeah. And you go and then then you're just in it. You know what yep. I mean? Yep. No, but that's one thing. of the criticisms I've I've known. Like it's definitely slow and not much is happening in the first half that is how i wanted it but i definitely knew that that was going to be a thing that a lot of people were not going yeah, to like but that's what you i wanted want. it to feel like actual found footage with a bunch of bullshit on it because that's makes what sense. would actually be found so it was more like a risk but oh, well, you know. that actually makes sense C- yeah. considering that it may have been the slow part of the movie it does enhance the factor of being having relatable characters and knowing yep. these people and like i said you, you everyone that was in this movie was so naturalistic and so anybody says like you know the acting was bad and this is like there wasn't even acting yeah. this, this these were people being themselves like like your, your judgment is like yep. all void you know so there is a way that people are used to seeing people behave in found footage movies and they're spouting off exposition and they're talking like actors even if they're good actors are talking you know so they're yeah. just like what is this this is, this is like nothing mumblecore shit like arguing like, the whole time. Yeah. Well, I kind of like like the fact with your movie that there was a lack of exposition. You really allow the imagination of the viewer to fill in the gaps when they're experiencing your movie. Yeah, I mean, this movie, I mean, movies are supposed to, it's, it's like music, right? M- music saves lives. I fucking, I, I could probably hardly say I would not be here if it wasn't for music, right? I mean, we could all, to some, some yeah. agree to that, but... I love my music because I feel a certain way. I, if I'm sad, I put on, a, you know, I fucking listen to sadder shit. If I'm happy, I listen to happier shit. And my movies got to do the same thing for me because mm-hmm. someone with ADD, ADHD, I need to feel a certain fucking way watching a movie. You know, if I, if I don't feel a fucking certain way watching a movie, Jake knows, Will knows, I'm fucking over it. The and movie gets ADHD real quick. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah. Oh, yeah. But, <laughs> but I mean, I've said it a million times on this show, man. Congrats on everything first and foremost. And, and I got to say, you've, I I've, I went to bed that night feeling a certain way. I fucking woke up, brushed my teeth, felt a certain way. I was in the shower fucking feeling a certain way. We came here, talked about it. I left, I talked about it. Felt a certain we way. We wanted to get you on the podcast. Yeah. We talked about it every Still fucking day. Still feel a fucking certain it. way. Yeah. Uh, but I just want to give you your flowers on it, man. And and uh, don't be so hard on yourself. Cause oh, I, thank I, you. I'm not hard on myself. No, okay. okay good, 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 good. I, no, I just no. know how easy it is to get caught up in those bad oh, reviews yeah. sometimes. And no, it, no. It's, it's tough. I focus on all the... I went through all the negative stuff, but there's... I mean, there's a lot of people yeah. that love it and yep. negative things it's i hate a bunch of fucking movies too so it's not like totally. that big of a deal you no. took 15k made something cool and something yep. that like a lot of people know about like i people a couple of my buddies like back home mm-hmm. reached out like after they had heard that we watched it and we're doing this thing mm-hmm. like and it, it's awesome like yeah. the, everyone i know is familiar with it you yeah know? shout out blunt dads for for leading us down this path well, I, I think it's also oh go ahead sorry i was to say i had a lot of fun making it and i continue to have fun that's cool playing with it on social media and doing trailers and and the short films and yep. that go with it and stuff like that. Cool. People are definitely learning about it. I know you, Bobby, you've been seeing a lot of advertisements just popping out oh, nowhere yeah. for it yeah, and yeah, people yeah. talking about it. Yeah. So it's definitely making its rounds, which yep. is good. So. And I'm promoting our Discord and like this will go out to all of our email campaign texting. So hopefully it helps out. But before we get into session nine, so Jake says you're not probably going to tell me the answer to this. Probably. <laughs> but, but so there's so many different interpretations of the movie, right? Mm-hmm. Right, theories and, mm-hmm. and, and stuff. So, does it have anything to do with being stuck in purgatory? I mean, it just, there's an obvious feeling of purgatory that was intentional. Right. Yeah. Okay. That's, that's all I, really, I just need validation. I just need validation on that because to me, that's like one of my biggest fears in life. Like, I don't believe in heaven. I don't believe in hell. I, I, I'm just, I believe in good people, good energy, mm. inspiring others. I don't really, but I do 
Sleep paralysis to me is one of the scariest <laughs> things in the world. No, it really is. Because, dude, tell. No, because I have a crazy sleep paralysis story that I think you know. I you mean, have a lot of I, crazy dude, stories. I, I have a lot of crazy, like, other dimensions, paralysis, seeing things, feeling things. Then they happen, just like what happened to us the other day. In and out, like, just weird fucking shit all the time. And, um, Sleep paralysis is, is, is or, I'm sorry, being stuck in that purgatory, mm-hmm. like just something, it, it scares the fuck out of me because we get high as fuck all the time. We own a, you know, Blackcraft, we shout out Smoke Blackcraft, you know, smokeblackcraft.com, uh, deltaextracts.com slash Blackcraft. <laughs> Product placement. Smoke it. You um, should start selling Molly. I guess that's. <laughs> <laughs> if, it's, if we can find a legal version of it, I'll do it. <laughs> we'll work on we're it. We're getting on mushrooms. Yeah, are we we're, getting on mushrooms? Yeah, we're going into yeah, mushrooms. I was going to say, we are getting into mushrooms. Cocaine's legal in Canada, I think, so maybe we can find something. I think, everything's really? legal. I think everything's <laughs> legal in Canada. I'm down um, for that. <laughs> <laughs> okay, there we go. Uh, but. No, I, I I don't even know where I'm going with this now, but uh, but the purgatory, you know, being stuck in that thing because when we get high as fuck, I'll just sit there and I'm like, nothing matters, and we're all like in a simulation, and this is fucking crazy, and I just don't ever want to get stuck in like something that's like a fucking me being around you super high while I'm not super high, yeah, is a nightmare. <laughs> it's a blast for us, though. It's, a, it's, it's fun a, for us. It's a blast for you. No, watching movies with you when you're both high. No. Okay. That's well, well, well to we, quasi answer your question, those bitches are pretty stuck in the outwater. It's pretty, they're, pretty bobbing around some bullshit. So they're, yeah. they're stuck, right? A little bit. Because, <laughs> well, I mean, that scene, I mean, I'm not crazy. I mean, I was high when I watched the movie, but, <laughs> but, but I'm, I'm, I'm being honest, dude. I'm not bullshitting here when I say that was one of my favorite scenes yeah. where the running scene, the chasing over scene. And, over. and that was like purgatory to me. That feels like, oh my God, if I die and I get stuck in this, this is going to be insane. I mean, that was what it was, right? I mean, <laughs> he's not going to tell you for my interpretation. <laughs> Seems like it could be. Okay. I like that. Okay. I just need validation to some point from you because Jake was telling me that's what it was. And I no, remember I was telling you these were what the theory, I know, theories I was looking into. And, and I remember being so high looking at Jake being like, bro, you know what? You know why you'll understand why I don't answer this? So I, I, oh, I don't want to say it. All right. Well, I watched a movie. Hereditary, yeah. And I had my own interpretation. Yeah, that's of fair. It, that's fair. And I loved it. And then I, and then you, you know, looked it up it. or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I know like, what oh, you're talking about. I understand that. So I still love the movie both ways, but I preferred to have your your take on it yeah, and yeah. not be told what it meant. Yep. You okay. Know what I mean, I, I agree with that. There's so times to say that what my movie's about is um, McDonald's. That's fair. It's yeah. McDonald's. I like that. I get that. I go Dave's Double though. Wendy's when I'm high. <laughs> no, I legit I, yesterday. Yeah. I get what he's saying, though, because there's been times where I watch movies where I felt like I or even read a book or something like that. And I came up with my own like, well, concept of it. Yeah. And when I find out what it's about, I'm like, that's a complete opposite. And now every time I listen to it or watch a movie, I can only think of the actual version people presented it to you. Yeah. No, it's like, that same thing when I when I see like them talking about how they did something in a special special features thing. Mm-hmm. And then that's all I ever see after that. So mm-hmm. there's certain things I, I just that just happened to me with Scream 6. Like, I, no, 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 I, no, no. I just follow all the scream shit like yeah. on social media and they were like behind the scenes and like scream was like doing a peace sign with an actor. And I'm like, fuck. <laughs> and, and you know what scene it was? What? It was the, um, the convenience store scene. Which okay. was like so impactful. I know. You I'm not love gonna, that scene. It, it just felt. That's a great scene. Actually. Well, I just felt like it was such a change up it was, for the series. Cause it was just like, it was such a scary yeah. scene and made it feel a certain way. And then, you know, behind the scenes screams like post. I'm like, fuck it like ruined the <laughs> yeah. whole mindset. Of yeah. Me now. yeah. Anyway. I try with this movie. At least I try to keep as much of that away. That's fair. Um, there's some of it floating out there. I'm kind of like, I maybe I shouldn't put that, but oh well. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, well, I know what you're saying. I'm going, I'm stuck in purgatory. This is hell. 
And I'm not going to take that away from you. I like that. <laughs> let me let me have that. I feel, because I feel like seeing the nuclear test site thing, like kind of pulled it all together. Restric- for me. The restricted yeah, side like that you see in the or dirt. Restricted, yeah, sorry. Yeah. I just love it. Thank you. Now we got to talk about session nine. We got to talk <laughs> about it. Before we do real quick, I just want, also want to let you know that on Screenbox, he also has two short films oh, on yeah, there let's, let's card, uh, called Card Zero and File VL 624. Uh, and these are actually, they are complementary to the Atwaters film, right? Yeah, they're they're all uh, of the same world. So Card Zero is a prequel. It's a memory card that the police find at my character's apartment. Mm-hmm. It's the last memory card my character uses before um, I switch memory cards to go into the desert. Gotcha. And that's like, it's that's kind cool. of almost like a self-contained little um, gay, tragic <laughs> love story thing. Yeah, yeah. A lot of people who don't like the Atwaters actually liked that. Cool. Um, oh, and interesting. Then, um, so, and then there's file VL six two four, which is an epilogue, and that's very experimental and almost abstract, and it's comprised cool. of restored, corrupted footage from the camera. So it's like very weird. Very Fuck weird. yeah! I did cool watch. I did I gotta watch. Those. I did watch it. It edited very well. Awesome. It's both? really cool looking. I did watch both. Yes. Yeah, it's like a total runtime of fifty five minutes for the both of them combined. No, for the people. Now who we're thought. talking, dude. I love. <laughs> I, lo- I, lo- I love me some world building like that. Yeah, I me, too. Great. me too. Me too. And it, it should answer some things, but but also raise new questions. So it shouldn't ruin anybody's theories in any way. <laughs> okay. Um, it does add a little more co- uh, context to the characters, but in a way that you know. For, I mean, people have seen people be like, oh, well, I kind of wish Card Zero was the first part of mm. the Outwaters, and I would have liked So I think even if you hated the Outwaters, give those a shot. Cool. Absolutely. And then you have a new film coming out also, right? Yeah, uh, it, it's. I think he's doing his runs right now, right? It's a full-length film called Tinsman Road that you did with your mom, right? Yeah, it is Tinsman Road. I shot it while I was editing the Outwaters in New Jersey during the height of the pandemic. Mm. Um, it's a totally different vibe and feel and story. Uh, shot on mini-DV, mystery, drama, horror cool thing. and wh- what's the concept we actually haven't had much to look into it like what's it based on uh, it's about um my character moves back home a-, a few years after my sister goes missing i move back in with my mom and she thinks the house is being haunted by my sister's presence but oh, that shit. to my mom is very like comforting she believes in angels and signs and she wants me to make a documentary about the angels that are in our house and so i start to humor her um, but really, I start to investigate what happened to my sister. So it's kind of like a mystery. Oh, that's dope. Into a horror. It's very straightforward. It, well, it's a lot more straightforward than the Outwaters. It's not experimental, but it is like rough and gritty, mini cool. DV and raw and stuff. So You said um, this is a pandemic while you were back in New Jersey? Yeah. So, so there's a lot of my family members are in it. That's, what I was that's awesome. Family, hey, shout out to your mom. Yeah. yeah she's she crushes great. it. Shout, yeah. shout out to your mom. She was my favorite character. <laughs> she was right. my favorite actor. That's right. Outwaters. She's so very wonderful and Tinsman wrote. Um, and and I've, I showed it at Unnamed Footage Festival last week. Mm. Um, a lot more people come up to me telling me that they liked it than they did last year for Outwaters. I know that it's more of a it's a more accessible film where people are going to like it than mm-hmm. like the Outwaters. So again, if you didn't like the Outwaters, give this one a shot. If you like the Outwaters, give this one a shot. And if you don't like the Outwaters, fuck give you. It, give no. it. <laughs> You're being mean online. Fuck <laughs> you. You're being mean. If you're being mean, quit being <laughs> fucking fuck you mean. For being quit being mean. <laughs> fuck, it hurts, Why are people man. so goddamn mean? I don't know, but it fucking hurts. Dude, people God are sad, it. and they're angry, and they'll take it out on anyone on the interweb. Oh, it's okay. Brutal. As soon as they open that laptop, they're just monsters. <laughs> they're fucking Keyboard monsters. fucking warriors over here. Sorry, you know? my movie's opening in the UK in movie theaters in a oh, few days. That's awesome. Nice. That probably, is this? Yeah, actually, oh, by the wow. time this airs, it'll already be have been oh, playing wow. or have played in the UK, so... That's awesome, man. Cool. Congratulations. Yeah. It helps with the mean comments. Says, Whatever. I'll see you at the Mockingbird Cinema. In I like that. <laughs> there we go. There we go. I Dude, like that's it. That's great, man. That's it. 
Um, okay. Well, you want to go into session nine here? We all, we all, we all good. Yeah, we're gonna go into the movie review portion. We're gonna go over session nine from two thousand one, which was recommended by Robbie Banfitch. And um, so, Robbie, just a, a little thing. What we're gonna do is we're gonna go over like the credits, go the footnotes, and then we're gonna go like dissect the movie little by little. And I think every time we go to a new section, I want to ask your opinions first on everything. Okay. So give me your thoughts on okay. what your feels are for this movie and all yep. that stuff. So, so we are now doing session nine, two thousand one, starring Peter Mullen, David Caruso, Stephen Cavetin. Josh Lucas, Brandon Sexton III, and Larry Fezzedin, directed by Brad Anderson, who also did the movies The Machinist, Trans-Siberian, Baru, and Stonehurst Asylum. Have you guys seen any of those? Other saw films? The Machinist. You saw The Machinist? Yeah, forever ago, though. What about you, Robbie? The Machinist. The yeah. Machinist? That's that's when he gets really, really skinny. Chris Christian Bell. Yeah. yeah. I, I own Stonehurst Asylum, but I haven't seen it yet. Stonehurst Asylum. That's on dope. Netflix. I'm pretty sure that's on Netflix with Kate Beckinsale. What, was it kind of like a Session 9 kind of feel? Yeah, I wonder if it I is. I think it was. A, I, I, I vaguely remember it getting bad reviews, except Roger Eber gave it a good review, I believe, which made me want to so check it out. Yeah. <laughs> gotcha. We'll have to look into that. Uh, the movie length is 100 minutes, so that's, I think that's a decent amount of What's time. What's that, like an hour 40, hour 30? Hour, four, hour, hour 40. Hour 40. Yeah, and then the Rotten Tomatoes uh, score, uh, credit score is 66%. An audience score is 63%, which is fairly good for a horror film. Yeah. Um, and then the budget is $1.5 million, and then the box office was $1.6 million. But I don't know how many theaters it was open to when I mean, it was released. I, could, when I, I yeah. saw it in the theater when I was in New Jersey, and I did have my mom drive me into New York City to the Angelica Theater to see it for my birthday. So it wasn't That's, in many theaters. Gotcha. Uh-huh. So it was like a limited release yeah, kind yeah, of thing. Was, gotcha. It was at the Angelica in New York City. That's, That's cool that you got to see it in theaters. I like, Mom, please, for my birthday, please drive me <laughs> to New York. Please, I need to see Session 9. Yeah. That's, That's dope. so cool. And then we, uh, not free anywhere, <laughs> as per usual. <laughs> Jake, lo- Jake loves telling me, bro, it's not a big deal. This movie's free streaming if, on. If the movie we- says 100 minutes. You add it's 130 minutes because yeah. that's how long it's going to take before we, before we exhaust every platform and just end up paying for it. Yes. That's not true. That's, that's, fair, that's not actually. true. Yeah, I do have a tendency of thinking something's free online and then I, the day we go watch it, apparently it's not. I am signed up to every fucking streaming. Pl- my, my streaming monthly bill is probably more expensive than my car payment at this point. It's close. I've been moody though. Yeah. But <laughs> I've been moody for Jake's fuck up. But wait, what? I, I have a question. My fuck up. What's what's question? I, I'm honestly curious. Obviously, like I've never made a movie. I don't know much about it, but mm-hmm. and uh, I'm sure a lot has changed. Um, Keep in mind, 2001. Yeah, that's what it's I'm 2001. saying. 2001. But does a million and a half seem like a lot still for that movie, or no? I think maybe um, at that time period, possibly. No, it doesn't it seem it like was, a lot. When it came out, it was still on a pretty low budget. Okay. Yeah. I guess yeah. I guess that makes sense. Um, but I'm a physical media person, so there's an amazing uh, Blu-ray by Second Sight releasing in the UK that just came out with Session Nine, and oh, then sure. you can get a Scream Factory Blu-ray in the US if you're a I'm gonna get it. media person. I'm going to purchase it. He, he has it. You have a physical copy of it, right? Yes. But you, yeah, didn't, you don't have it on you. It's, it's, it's in the other room. It's with the dog over there. <laughs> I think it's cool that you brought that though. Yeah, it's fucking. Dope. It's with the dog. Did you? <laughs> it's over there. The dog is over there. <laughs> That's fucking. How long are the death by spoilers? Oh are be here god, you guys always fall. give me. No, shit. these are actually the these last. Are, this two is very fairly short. Shortened yeah. it up. Okay. So in previous episode, I did like a page and a half of footnotes for one of the screen movies, and they gave me shit the whole entire time. I mean, bro, put on one. They were even betting on whether if I would have it done in red, be within like a five minute period yeah, yeah exactly. exceeded yeah. that <laughs> i lost everyone 
that's fair. So, so do you expect, like, if people haven't seen it, they should go watch it first and then come yep. back? Exactly. That's exactly what so we do. the footnotes is for people who have seen it but may have not seen it in a while, but it's All like right. a nice little refresher. And then we always tell people before we go into spoilers that they have not seen it, go watch it now, put, you know, our podcast on pause, mm-hmm. and then come back and see what their thoughts go are. Go watch it. It's so good. It's better than Yacht Waters. Yeah. Oh, wow. <laughs> Very. Jay, Jay, do you like Session 9 better than Yacht Waters? Hey, that's fucked up. Let's put I, you I on like spot. both of them equally. No, you can only choose no. one. Oh, fuck, man. You know, they're both very different nope. films. No, and it's I don't not, give I a choose, fuck. I choose Session 9. All right, Jake. Okay. Don't be mad. I do love Session yeah. 9. I love Session 9. I grew up with Session 9. There we go. You actually fucking... Okay. Now the podcasts are strange kids. <laughs> Death by spoilers. <laughs> <laughs> if you have not watched this movie, I'm not going to repeat myself. <laughs> what a piece of shit, by the way, for saying Session 9 over Outwaters, by the way. That's Are you up. mad at me? Yeah, right here. here. I would actually be a little upset. <laughs> yeah. I'm not... No, you I, understand. My, I, no, we talked a little bit of movies on the way here, and he we Jake, he understands. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to defend myself. Okay, he but even chose session nine. Yeah, yeah, and for real. Okay, <laughs> thank you very much. One okay. of my favorite movies in general. It's one of the darkest. Let me ask you this question. Yeah. I got a question before Death by Spoilers. Hereditary or session nine? Oof. Session nine. Wow. Okay, that says something. Mm. But I mean, they're both ten out of ten yeah, for me. For sure, that's fair. But session nine. Okay. Alrighty, Fright Night footnotes. Uh, title credits begin with the showcasing of an abandoned wheelchair in the middle of an old mental institution. We are then introduced to Gordon and Phil as they are attempting to land an asbestos gig at the Kirkbride building, which is also an, an insane asylum. During the tour of the building, Gordon begins hearing a haunting voice, but nothing stops them as they land the gig with a promise of a one-week turnover with odds against them. Gordon heads home to his wife and a newborn to celebrate the new job, but something isn't quite right. We are then introduced to the remaining team, including Hank, Mike, and Jeff, who are then told in order to receive a hefty bonus, they must complete this job in a week. As Mike is dealing with a power outage, he comes across a room filled with patient records and audio recordings. One patient in particular named Mary Hobbs, whose mental illness consists of three alters, the princess, Billy, and Simon. We soon find out through the span of nine sessions, Mary killed her family and Simon and Simon may have something to do with it. Meanwhile, Gordon is showcasing disconnect as a haunting inner voice reoccurs throughout the week. Hank discovers a hidden stash of valuable coins in a brink wall, which connects to an incinerator. But as Hank returns later that night to claim the fortune without the knowledge of the others, an unknown figure appears in the dark and Hank goes missing until Hank's girlfriend calls the next day that he found his meal ticket and fled. Gordon begins having stressful phone calls with his wife as we learn he admits to Phil that he hit his wife the night they landed the gig. As Phil relays this concerning uh, new information to Mike, Jeff comes across Hank in the stairwell in a hypnotic state. And soon, tensions rise dramatically as Mike plays Session 9 of the Mary Hobbs case and we soon discover the role of Simon, the alter who told Mary to cut up her whole family real bad. As Phil discovers Hank in the basement, we find out Gordon has been living at the asylum and begins to show his own altar as he begins killing off Jeff, Mike, Phil, and Craig, Hank's replacement. And through disturbing images of his dead co-workers, we hear the sound effects of Gordon stabbing his wife to death and strangling his baby. And we are left with the final words of Simon, I live in the weak and the wounded as credits roll. Weak and the wounded. Is that not Fuck. such a good? It's such a good voice. It, it is such a it is such a good one. And as you move in here to the the campfire story, right? You got the plot, the originality, yeah, uh, the theories, the theories. Uh, I, I say let's turn it over to Robbie. Robbie, here. what was your when you saw this first? 
in the theaters when you're younger what was your initial thought on the whole concept of the movie um i just know they shot it in the real danvers we were wondering that yeah it's a actual they shot the whole thing in an actual abandoned um famous asylum mm -hmm. danvers asylum that had shut down a massachusetts couple of decades. right yeah so um, my whole i don't know my thoughts on every I, it's just so my shit so my shit <laughs> yep just, uh, um not knowing whether it's in in the head or actual ghosts i like ghost stuff but i don't necessarily believe in ghosts so yeah being able to play with that but also having the completely real the, the realism and the the mental stuff going on was yeah i think I what was really cool about the movie though is i felt like there was a parallel going on between the session nine tapes and gordon himself mm. because you're dealing with two people who both have what i'm assuming are alters right like right like Gordon has an altar in which causes him to kill his wife. And then we have Mary Hobbs who has three different altars and one right. of them being Simon. I kind of really like that I, parallel. Right I did there. too. And, and I'll tell you what I really loved about the plot and kind of the whole, the whole vibe of the movie was we grew up just like you in New Jersey. We grew up in Pennsylvania. Mm. So we had a crazy insane asylum. Uh, Jake, you actually got to tour it the South in, in South point. In South point. So uh, I broke into this building. I can't get in trouble now, right? The building's not there yeah, you're anymore. Probably, you're probably going to get in trouble. For yeah, you. They're, they're definitely. That's your limitations. Yeah, you're good. It was so cool. There was orbs everywhere. I was taking photos. Yep. It was so cool. There was orbs popping up everywhere. And then at the top of the building, there was this really cool light, kind of like a lighthouse uh -huh. that pokes up. And I crawled yeah. all the way up in there. And it, when I was watching this movie, it was the exact aesthetic of, of Session 9. And, and that's what I like about, like, those plots and that uh, I like, I like movies that make me feel a certain way mm. and instantly that opening scene and opening shit. It's like all in the opening scene, it just, you know, it, it takes me back to Pennsylvania where we grew up, which uh -huh. I love, but also uh, it reminds me of like us working where uh, the guy was like, three weeks he's like no two weeks it'd be like me i'm like no we can get done in a week and then we'd all just fucking work our ass <laughs> off to do get that it done in a week. yeah exactly <laughs> so so i love that you know i i love whatever it took to get it done they were going to do it so i, I love that I, I agree with that. literally the two things i wrote down was like supernatural or human like not knowing what it was and then the parallels Cause i just didn't like yeah you're like okay there's an asylum a lot of movies have asylums in them but then between i feel like like the tapes going on the pet there were the um, asylum that could be haunted and then some of that internal conflict kind of mm -hmm. going on with the characters like i really didn't know what the malicious thing was going on there right i i, I especially remember being excited to see it because there's a um there's a movie called a documentary called cropsy and it's about this abandoned um hospital tuberculosis hospital slash mental asylum seaview asylum um there's another name for it too in staten island and I used to break into that and was making a movie in high school called Black Static, which was like supposed to be my first feature uh, with Lauren Jackwish, who did that oh, song cool. right yeah, yeah. And So she, she and I and my other friends would break in and film this movie like time after time. We got kicked out and we never got to finish it. But um, I also just had a thing for like abandoned insane. Yeah, the, the, that energy in there. Are you a big energy person? Like you all into no. like, no, <laughs> <laughs> really, really? No crazy i feel like you would be like with all this sh fucking shit you're talking about right now but anyway i guess it depends on how you define energy person. yeah i'm I, not I, someone to be like um talk about vibes too much or anything like that yeah i'm kind of cut and dry somewhere. you might be the only person in la that doesn't talk like that <laughs> it's, the east coast. Coast. <laughs> it's the east coast that's that's east coast mentality. i'm like a yeah. jersey shore boy no I no like, i got you i got you. lines of blow and some whiskey thank you what kind, what kind of whiskey what kind of whiskey are we talking Oh, whatever. Well, okay. Oh, um, yeah. I know those kind of... High school, I would have showed up with Jack Daniels, but uh, nowadays, I yeah, like Bullet. Bullet's good shit, man. Bullet. I'm six months sober. Rye or bourbon? 
I don't know, just whatever. Just <laughs> okay, man, as long as it's like bullet rye whiskey. Bullet rye is fucking fire. Bourbon, no, it's bourbon. I don't know. I'll, I'll give anything for one drink right now. <laughs> I'm six months sober on off alcohol, and one thing I've realized is I'm nothing without it. I <laughs> was three months yesterday, man. Yeah, I'm thinking about it. Yeah, that's doing fair. shots of water is fun too. I just love smoking Shut weed, dude. I just love fucking weed. I, Jake I, loves it when we smoke weed. I, I love weed I don't so love much. it when they smoke weed. I got weed tattooed on me. It's so sick. <laughs> <laughs> I'm also high as fuck right now. So uh, moving on, villain protocol, yeah. likes, dislikes, scare factor, creativity. Let's talk about Gordon and yeah. Simon because Gordon. I feel like because I, I, there's the parallels here. Yep. Um, I want to talk about Simon too. Um for the voice of Simon, so the scare factor for me in this is the concept of the voice acting that's going on in the sessions and the fact that it's coming from this woman named Mary yeah. Hodge. But it's like, it sounds like a guy, though, right? Uh, it sounds like a guy, right, yeah. Right, right. And what's really terrifying, it, and I think it's like probably one of my favorite scenes. We'll go into the scenic route later, but one of my favorite scenes is where when the like uh, the electricity goes off. Mm. And then when Mike turns the electricity back on and then the tape starts playing and oh, all of a sudden yeah, you hear yeah, Simon yeah. for the first time. Yeah, and he's like, hello, doc. Yeah. Dude, that's if that does not sound like pure evil. Yeah. Dude, that it is, gave me Hannibal Lecter vibes like, hello, Clarice. What were your thoughts on Simon? Like all the voice shit and that got under my skin. Right. The, it's very rare in films that I that I get creeped out and get the little. Um, you know, hair standing up, and every time that voice came on, I got, the, you know, chills. It's but a terrifying I, I voice. <laughs> I feel like the way it was shot just added to that too. Oh yeah, like you know, like when um, uh, who's the first guy that gets kind of taken away? Like he finds the silver coins. Hank. Yeah, Hank with him being followed. The shots of of the wheelchair just kind of being there, isolated. Just the way they hit that and stuff. And there was also a couple of scenes too where they're kind of going around with the flashlight. I know you caught out pigeons flying. Yeah, in yeah. The corner. Well, the outwaters was very flashlight. Yeah, like, that, that's. I, I, know, I felt like there was some influences. Do you think this I maybe actually, influenced you a little bit? Definitely not with the. Fla I mean, definitely session nine influenced me. That's why I say I picked that over the mm -hmm. outwaters. I wouldn't be outwaters without me loving session nine for so long. But what more influenced is like the heart of session nine, like the darkness of it, and then. Uh, the interior darkness, I mean, and then um, the the voice stuff and the sound design and all of that stuff. Um, flashlight, they had a bigger, bigger. Yeah, they had a bigger. <laughs> Seymour, for sure. I've heard, I've heard. <laughs> they had one point two million dollars now. Come on, I heard the one in the, in the Outwater is kind of small. <laughs> so size does matter. <laughs> uh, well, for me, eh, I don't like it too big. I don't <laughs> think size matters. I mean. Comments might say different. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. I just don't think size matters because there's movies out there. Look at you. You took 15K. You know what I'm saying? There's, there's movies out there. Look, look at the Blair Witch. Size don't matter. 60K budget. You're oh, talking fuck. hundreds of millions later. So fuck but it. You know what I'll say, though, about the flashlight and the outwaters just to get this out there? That's actually a huge, like, kind of flashlight thing. So when you get out into the desert and there's nothing else around and you point it, it, that's what it looks like on the camera. So I just chose to keep it the way it actually looks. I better. figured that's what it was because it gets fucking dark it was there's out nothing there. out there like we were actually yeah, the I mean, darkness like, is so like how long were you out there for in the desert um uh some nights we camped but it would be like oh, a five-day shoot a one-day shoot a two-day but there were two big shoots and we got airbnbs and then a f for the little shoots i camp sometimes okay. so that was kind of scary I, that had to be scary as a fuck. little bit I always get scared camping because the movies like backcountry and like i'm just scared in fucking general i'm going camping in three weeks well, then you should read this book. Um, <laughs> oh, shit. Eight Days oh, in the Woods. going to be a book that scares <laughs> the shit out of me. You should read this book called Strange Piece of Paradise, which is a true story about these two 
uh, girls are going across country on bikes and then they were sleeping in their tent in the middle of the night and someone like ran over their tent and then started trying to kill them with, I believe, an axe. They never found out who it was. And then one of the women grew up to write the book about trying to find out who this person who tried the murder. So wow. you should read Jake, that. You should actually read it while you're there. Yeah. Strange I, piece I of gotta paradise. call my brother up and let him know maybe we shouldn't go. Actually, what, what was the name of that book? Strange piece of paradise, I believe. We should make that a movie. It's very. It, it's Is there a movie based on that at all? Uh, no, I only know about the book okay. because I, I used to work at After Dark Films, and it was something that we were looking at. And um, it's very serious. I mean, it's a real story. Damn. It's a real mystery. And and I, I was like, this shouldn't really be a horror movie. It'd be kind of sick to make this yeah, horror. Movie. It should be more of a drama. Yeah, mystery. it's also it's like real life. Yeah, <laughs> it, it, it sure. was. It's terrifying though. So read that. Yeah. Fuck yeah! I'll look into that. Very long. A very long read. They all need that read. I feel like all that, like, I mean, like Zodiac Killer, they didn't find right. Same with like Black Dahlia Murder and those mm-hmm. two. Because those movies usually play out more like a mystery or. Yeah, you almost have to make it more of a mystery than. Yeah. You would have to fluff it up a little bit. Yeah. I feel like I derailed us. <laughs> no, okay. you didn't derail Actually, us. that's what we're about. I'm, I'm no, be yeah. I derailed because I freaking mentioned camping. Well, honestly, though, this show is such bad ADD, and this has actually been the the one that's been on point. So maybe we just need more guests. I feel like, yeah, absolutely. All right, villain, uh, the protagonist survival guide, Jake. Let's talk about the crew. Let's talk about Gordon, Hank, Jeff, and Mike. What about Craig? And Craig's barely in the yeah, movie. True. He's supposed to be the replacement of Craig. Hank, which, Craig, by Craig the didn't way, last long. Craig, if I recall, you might know this, uh, Robbie, isn't oh. he really, that actor, isn't he heavily involved in the horror, like, genre? Because I feel like I've Larry seen him. Larry Fessenden, the guy who comes in later. At the very yeah. end. Yeah, yeah. He's, a, he's a big horror director, and oh. he's also an actor, but he's in that whole world, like, Ty West and, and all that. It's he, like the indie horror. Oh, cool. He, was, he made a movie I love, which is called The Last Winter. Okay. Um, not many people have seen that. Wendigo. Wait, 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 wait. The Last Winter? Yeah. It's um these people go up in in the, ca- in the Arctic. And, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah and then this weird forces. Like that's like that movie came out probably like twelve, thirteen years ago. Yeah, yeah. I've seen that movie. I saw yeah. that movie when I was on tour in like fucking Germany somewhere, and I had to watch it with subtitles. I've yeah, literally yeah. never heard of it. I've seen that movie. That's a great yeah. fucking movie. Yeah, it's yes. very creepy. So Larry Fessenden, he's a he's a horror director. Um, yeah. yeah, he's yeah. in this movie that I really like that I bought in Blu-ray after I saw it. It's called We Are Still Here. Yeah, and yeah, it has like Barbara Crampton. Remember when I brought up Barbara Crampton the other day? How she's like a horror. Oh yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. What were we watching? She was in. Um, she was in Your Next. In, in Your and Next, Larry yeah. Fessenden's in Your Next as well. Oh really? Yeah. Well, he, he's he like in? fucking the girl and gets killed in that neighbor's house. That's yeah, right. Yeah. That's it's him? the beginning scene. Oh shit! Yeah. yeah. Fuck! I can't believe I ever. He's in that. a lot. Not really. So okay. l- let's talk about uh, the crew here. Um, yeah, it sounds like your typical. Work crew. And <laughs> the relatability of the crew, especially you, yourself growing up in New Jersey. And, you know, I mean, the mullet, the dude with the mullet was sick because fucking I'm, Empire I'm, Records. I'm growing a mullet. Empire Records. Are you, he is? Each Brendan one of those. Sexton the third. So he, the mullet. Oh, oh yeah. well, there's a couple people with mullety things. But, there, the, but the first dude that had the mullet. He was all. Yeah. about the nephew. Yeah, the nephew. it's the nephew. Yeah. He's also in a movie that's one of like my favorite movies of all time called Welcome to the Dollhouse. Have mm-hmm. you seen that? Yes, of course. I haven't seen that. Freaking. Okay, Bobby, it's literally junior high with no filter at all. It's like fucking. Very politically incorrect. Very. Gotcha. It's. And I love it. I freaking love it. It's very dark humor. It's also like very sad to me every time I watch it, I, at least. I, lo- I like it. I loved about the characters in Session 9 is I've never quite seen this, like a group of upper middle aged 
working class asbestos workers as like your uh, protagonist was kind of like, I've never seen that before. I think like, I feel like I grew up with a version of each one of those guys. Oh yeah. We, we known all those guys growing up in Avella. Yeah. Where we grew up. I mean, that was those workers. Yeah. To a T. I, I, I really liked, um, Phil, uh, I, I like the backstory between Phil and Hank about how uh, Hank supposedly took Phil's wife or his girlfriend or something like that. I like that there's like a little bit of tension within the dynamic of the the crew as well. But um, yeah, I, I really do like the, uh, the characters in this. And none of them feel like out of place. They I all feel felt like. real. Like I didn't feel like any of them no. were necessarily like over never. the top stupid or no. walking into things, you know, or, or yeah. I just thought they were all super relatable. Let's talk about my favorite part, which is the ominous frequencies. Let's do the musical score sound design mm-hmm. uh robbie i want you to take over this because i feel like this is a huge factor in what you love about session nine is like the music the 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 voice acting um i think for me at the beginning of the movie when you're first introduced to end, the, the beginning credits there's this really fucking creepy sound effect like mm-hmm. like it's freaking haunting like what are your thoughts on this musical score or at least this scoring in the sound mixing of this movie. I don't know. I'm kind of bad at questions like that because I don't. I don't really think about things like that analytically. Uh-huh. It's just gotcha. like, for me. I just whatever they did with that always just stuck, and I you could keep hearing. I feel like the sound design in this is a lot more subtle than the Outwaters, for example. Like a lot quieter of a film than Outwaters, mm-hmm. but like I still hear all the sounds in my head. Um, but I don't know if I have anything intelligent to say. About it. <laughs> no, Other than good. it was good. That was actually really intelligent. <laughs> <laughs> no, maybe it. maybe I'm like looking for something deeper or something. But you're, you're always you're, looking you're, for some deep, Jake. Sometimes well, you I'm don't always, have to go so deep. I'm always curious if there's like something that I'm missing when it comes to, you know, that kind of stuff. Because it's something that inspires me. It's something that I show interest in when it comes to, you know, the sound design of movies. Because I feel like a score of a film and the the sound production of a film is one of the main factors of elevating the viewing experience. So I always find it like really interesting to talk about, you know, that kind of stuff when it comes to a movie. But I do love the voice acting. I love the soundtrack. It's very ominous tones. Mm. Um, what well, did exactly what it needed to do. Exactly. And for 2001 too. I always forget like, you know, we're talking about something that's 22 years ago. I feel like yeah. the lack of Fucking sound crazy. too, like when they actually added the effects and stuff like yeah. that, like it was more powerful. Yeah, sometimes less yeah. is more. Yep. Sometimes when there's nothing, it's so impactful. It also felt like heavily electronic, right? Like it felt like it was a lot more sampling done and kind of like it tra- electronic tones in a way, like bu- like buzzing and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. I, see I can see it. I keep hearing like water dripping in, in the memory of the movie. Was mm. that a thing? I feel like I, I could smell like the room and feel it. Like, <laughs> you know what I'm trying to say? Like, I could smell what that room smells well, like. Smell it's, the asbestos. Like, yeah. we grew up with all those people. Like, we yeah, broke yeah. into all those buildings, yeah. you know? I smell, like, yeah. cigarettes while they're working. Like, I could just yeah. smell that room to, to a T. Uh, the death chart was interesting. The death count in this movie, eight deaths? So, there's... Uh, Roughly eight? We have one, two... I think there's two off-screen deaths. Because that would be the baby... Uh, that would be the baby and the wife. And the wife, right. And then... The dog. We, uh, the, oh, oh, yeah. <laughs> I put sad. Oh. <laughs> yeah, I did put the dog. That was really fucked. Fuck. That actually fucked me up. Would worst. you rather see no, a I human don't want, die? I don't want to do an ultimatum right now. Would you rather see a human die on, on movie? Or would you rather see a dog die? I'd rather see a human die. Would you rather see a kid die or a dog die? The fuck? 
Any questions? This is going to fall out. People are going to hear this, Jake. Yeah. This is terrible. I don't want to answer this question. That's fair. He's a smart man. I already it know it, it because, me, because it makes me here's how I know which one is there's a lot of people on here that died, and then he including put dog. a baby, but the dog has parentheses sad, sad face. face. Yeah. Yes. It's because it fucked me up. No, that is fair. I need you guys to know. Um, <laughs> what was your favorite death in the movie? Uh, he... Uh, when it's revealed that he killed his family and just yeah. hearing it. Yeah. The sound Same. effects. Yeah, that was so fucking impactful at the end. Like, is Craig the only one you actually see die? Uh, who, no, no, because they, Hank, they, Hank they died. They briefly oh, right. show everyone yeah. get stabbed by Gordon yeah, at yeah. some point. Well, you see, well, hands it's away right away. Yeah. Up, yeah, 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 it cuts away right before. It cuts yeah. right. Yeah, it cuts away. Um, Hank had the lobotomy. Freaking stab! And I, I love that scene where he's pulling Me the little body. Me too. I think that's did, a really. Did cool. you like that scene though, where like uh, it's running up to him and it just cuts out? Did you like? Do you like that? I didn't. I didn't really care for I that personally. When it came out. I was kind of like, oh, I kind of want to see. Well, I wanted to see it. Yeah, yeah. Now though, because of the sound and how it all plays out, and makes sense when you see them all afterwards. I like it better now. Than that's when fair. I, I didn't really love that part. Uh, if, but. if if they go back to it, like whenever you find out what's going on, then they show it. Yeah, yeah. but I, I kind of agree. Like I, I see like, why eh. they did it, but yeah, it came across like my preference cheesy. I, I don't know. I was like, because this movie to me was also another movie that made you feel a certain way. I don't know. I didn't. I didn't care for that. I you know I this is just a random thought that I'm having right now. But the product placement for Oreos in this movie was really on point. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. Did, did, I don't remember one Oreo. I, I remember like, it in his back. I in felt his back. like I kept yeah. on seeing Oreos. In his That's because you had the munchies. Yeah, I was bro. just gonna say that there were definitely Oreos in it, <laughs> and Jeff peanut butter, and Jeff peanut butter. Yeah, shout I don't out know Jeff. If that's product placement. If they like just wanted to use that because that's what actually people would be eating, and then they got permission afterwards. So I don't. That know. makes yeah. sense <laughs> because just... where they got their budget. That's how they got their one point two million dollars from I Oreos. Like I kept on seeing that Oreo box <laughs> in the movie. What would the product placement be for Outwaters like? What, what could I have thrown in there? Blackcraft. <laughs> Whatever you guys shit. were drinking the yeah. nights you were filming. Yeah. Yeah. Let's do a movie together. Okay. Sick. <laughs> nice. <laughs> that was easy, that was dude. Fuck. Sick. Sick. <laughs> um, moving on. Oh, so so let's, let's, let's go to the vibe test, right? Because mm. we're all about vibes here. My favorite uh, scene. Least and least favorite character. It doesn't. Um, we don't have to do a least favorite character. Yeah. Um, I really genuinely liked all the. Yeah, I genuinely yeah, liked did, everyone all, too. I'll say Phil, just because I don't fair. know, just because Phil. But Phil goes fuck you. Oh, I yeah. love that. I love that part where he yeah. goes fuck you. Yeah, strange Phil line is not, delivery. Which I, it is so a strange word. It is weird. And it feels <laughs> disconnected, right? Like it felt like he's saying fuck you to something else he said in a way. I don't know. I, don't like know. He, I was so high. I, I love that scene. I don't think I've ever seen that guy in anything else other than like. Hey, he was in a huge CSI. like television show. Yeah, CSI. CSI Miami. CSI. Yeah, yeah. No, hey, that's question. Other than that. Have we watched any of these movies sober? Honestly. Yeah, a couple. Which ones? I don't remember. <laughs> 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 Fucking nice, man. Uh, favorite and worst scene, camera shot, location. This is exhausting. Hey, man, hey, just, hey, what, hey, now. What, I mean, favorite scene. What was your favorite scene? Uh, probably when he's running under underground, the lights are going. Oh, bro, that was impactful. Oh, that was. I think my favorite shot is when it, like there's a cut, and then he's like ripping his mask off, and you can see all the dust. That's cool. He's up yeah, yeah, like, yeah, that that moment. Yeah, like that. Feels like he's actually suffocating in that scene too. That, that was one of my favorite scenes. I like the ending scene. Just oh, where he's walking past all the dead bodies, and I, I just with the killing of his family and shit. I just thought oh, it was that, so yeah. fucking crazy. 
I was oh, like, dude, I really like the scene too where he found the coins and he's getting chased because you don't know what's in front of him and you don't know how close that thing is behind him. Yeah. So that's one of my favorite scenes um, when he's in the downstairs tunnel area and you just see the silhouette of a body just come out of the blue. Yeah. The, the mannerisms of the body that just like appears is so frightening to me. And you never see any more of that. It's obviously Gordon after you, you know, you look back at the movie. Um, but my favorite scene is actually the intro scene um, where you're, the title screen is actually my favorite scene because the idea of it starting upside down and then cool. it's just turning and turning and you're just hearing that very like abstract soundtrack going on in the background mm -hmm. and that visual with the wheelchair is so subtle, it's so impactful. simple, it's and impactful. but it's impactful and yep. it makes you wonder what the hell you're going to get yourself yep. into. It, it, the movie for myself, like for that interesting you're talking about, it took me right to, because uh, we were at all the music festivals uh, this year, uh, Danny Wimmer presents what Blackcraft will be at all the music festivals and incarceration. Kind of, even though it was abandoned jail. Yeah. It just kind of brought me back to that too. Oh, you know what I'm trying to say? Oh, dude, they, I made friends with their, their tour guide there. You know that fucking crazy fucker sleeps there? He lives there? Huh? Do you, do you know? Did you ever see the movie Shawshank Redemption? Yeah, I, I don't remember it though. Okay, but that kid. that jail that they're in, the yes. prison that they're in, that's they the, that's the festival ground where uh, we'll be at one of the festivals in uh, Mansfield, Ohio. It's, it's, Mansfield. it's Mansfield, yeah. And, uh, and it's haunted, bro. We went on crazy fucking ghost. It was a midnight tour, right? Did, did, did you the, do the ghost tour? I, bro, I got I got touched by a ghost for real, mm. and, and fucking I left that place fucked up. And that crazy fucker that you made friends with, he lives there. Uh, no, 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 just a tour guide, not the, the Dude, guy. Are you talking about the girl? Or yeah, the, the girl. Oh, the She's girl. Oh, yeah. super rad. She's fucking crazy, too. Shout out <laughs> to her. But, but the guy lives there at that fucking jail. He lives there full time. Good for him. Oh, fuck What that. do they do during it's the year? Like, it's not Halloween. They just give tours, I guess? Yeah, it's, it's, a, it's, all a, year. it's a big thing. I mean, their their main thing is Shaw, this is Shawshank Redemption, you know? Yeah. But, um, yeah. Mm -hmm. Anyway, I mm -hmm. derailed us. No, you okay. didn't derail us. I, I, I love incarceration. All right, we're going to go into the rating segment. Um, I think it's pretty obvious. Lights on for Lights everybody. On. Huh? <laughs> yeah, I mean, we, we, we went through pretty extensively. I'm, I'm going to go first. Like, I, I've seen this movie probably about five times now. Never gets old with me. I think it's, I would say, somewhere probably top 10, top 15 favorite horror really? films of all time. Oh, yeah. yeah. Like, I, What's I, your number one? I don't even number, know. Oh, that's a fucking loaded question. It would be between. Hmm. Uh, i make you pick. I know top five. I can only name. All right, give me top, top five. five. Give me top five. I'm I'd curious. probably say high tension. Okay. Because I love French Some, horror. Yeah, people keep asking if we're going to review that. Go we're going to get to it. Uh, Are I, you guys going to review high tension? I would love to review high tension. Do you like high tension? Yeah. That's a great That's a movie. Um, we do. I would say Hereditary, Rosemary's Baby, Uh Mothman Prophecies. Ooh, that's a good love. one. That's a good Fuck, one. I haven't even that's thought a good about that one. forever. A lot of people don't talk about it, but I love it because, I don't know, it had an impact on me. All and right, so this is top 10, top 15? Top 5. Yeah, top 10, top 15. Wow. It's a right song for me. Nice. It's, a, not, it's a really cheesy. It's so cheesy. <laughs> <laughs> like, putting the lights on, it's just so bad. You I know what? I was like, I like thought, it's just fucking I was like, hey, we don't have a fourth no, one. No, let's ask Robbie. Robbie, is this cheesy? Lights on. Yeah. Jesus. <laughs> Thank, you. Thank you. So I'm so happy you did that because Jake really went out of his way to like get these lights. Shut up. And, I did not. And oh, we've heard really about it in my way. And dude, it was 
I'm I was like, at Ikea for a fucking five minutes. And I was like, hey, what do you think of this? It's not like I was like, dude, I got the best idea ever. Well, now it's a thing. So you can just keep doing it. Now it's like funny. So yeah, it's funny. Yeah. And adorable. Well, you help make it a funny thing. So thank <laughs> you for that. Because I really didn't know. I needed someone to bridge that gap. Because if it came from. if like, Wait, so this is. You've been keeping this from me for how Oh, many? I have to. I to keep cool, your spirits like, high. I think rockers will think it is. But <laughs> they. They. Um. <laughs> Well, if you're watching this, comment below. Let us know if the lights are uh, <laughs> the lights are going to get torn apart on this. <laughs> you thought your comments were bad. Just is, wait to we see couldn't ours. have told Jake though because I don't know if Jake would have ever believed us. You know, we're, we're not going like, to go we about this. We're yeah. not going to go about this. You guys we're, are making me sound like I'm, I'm stubborn to like just, it. Yeah, you're so, I'm kind of you kind of like the light. Like, I'm starting to. Yeah, it's the passion behind it. Yeah, it's like you it's shaving at our house. Why do you have to fucking bring we that up? I'm not bringing it up. Yeah. I'm not bringing it up. All right. Thank you very top much. Top 10, top 15 for Jake. Lights uh-huh. on. Put your light back on. Yeah. Mom. Okay, there we go. Okay, Robbie, it's up to you. I mean, lights on, right? Obviously. Lights this on. Is, this I, don't a movie ha- that- I don't have a light. Yeah. <laughs> you can just pretend this is your light. You That's know. okay. I don't need it. Yeah. <laughs> lights on. Is okay. Yeah. Bobby? I mean, of course, lights on. I mean, I think it's a it's a great movie. It's impactful. It's re- the, the relatability of it. it. takes me back to early 2000s when we would have been bro- breaking into these kind of places, you know, mm, yep. I, there is a lot of memories attached to this film where it like reminds yeah. me of all the like shenanigans I got involved with when I was younger. hundred percent. Well, dude, I mean, have, I have a kid, you know, and if, you know, I, I mean, I have a, I guess you call it a broken family. If you want to call it that way. I don't, <laughs> oh my God. No, I'm just saying like, I'm not with, no, I mean, my daughter lives far away. I'm not with the mother of my child and stuff, but you know, no, I'm just being real. I mean, it, you know, when a, when a kid dies in a movie, it fucking destroys my soul and it oh, fucks yeah. me up and obviously dogs dying and all shit. But, just the just the concept of the insane asylum to the I don't know it's it's a great fucking movie it's done really fucking well especially I'm, it feels like two thousand the year early two thousands like I feel like every movie was like ten million dollar budget and I feel like music mm-hmm. videos were like a million dollars for a music video back then like really so for to shoot this movie for one point five I want to say or whatever it was it seems cheap like it, it seems cheap seems cheap for how impactful and how well it was done and mm-hmm. watching it in twenty twenty three twenty two years ago. We put it on. You could have. T- I would have been convinced. Like this is a brand new movie. Look, look, fucking great. That HD great. really, really stood at the test of time. That's it. Will. Yeah, lights uh, on. I'm lights William. on all day with it. I okay. love the characters. I love where it was shot. I like the story. I mm-hmm. like the uncertainty of what was actually going on up until the end. Yep. And normally, I don't like you know like you do like Shutter Island, Secret Wind. There's a lot of movies where. Um, one of the main characters ends up being the bad guy the whole time, and I'm usually not a fan of that. But I really, I really liked it in this one. How mm. they did it. Also, like the perfect ending. Yes, which is pretty rare. The the, the ending. The yeah, it's, it's, it really that's a ties that's it a really up. Really good fucking shout. It Where felt complete. Yeah, no, that's the, a good shout. Made it feel like complete. I, I live in the weak and wounded. In the weak and the wicked. No, no. wounded. A wounded. Whoopsie. I might get that <laughs> tattooed on me with just pot leaves around it. I want to try to duplicate that voice. I'm starting to sound like Gandalf. <laughs> I'm way too fucking high for this, by the way. Hey, I want to get like a tattoo with some more weed leaves and shit. Oh Someone God, got an Outwater's tattoo, which is kind of... I'm going to get one. What should it be? Well, this person got the hatchet and buried oh. in the desert, and it said, mm. show them. I was going to say the silhouette of oh, the guy with the hatchet. What, what, what's the movie? Uh, we All Die in the Dark? Yeah, that's tagline, yeah. I like that. Thank you. We All Die in the Dark. I, I, was, I love coming up with taglines, so it was between... I had a few that I liked, and it was Let Chaos Take You, which now is like for, I gave that for UK and putting out on some stuff in the UK. Oh, but cool. I, was saying, I settled on We All it. Die on the Dark. We All Die in the Dark is yeah. pretty um, true. <laughs> it really is. Did I get, 
when I got high the other night, I listened to meditation. <laughs> oh, tapes. Jesus. I listened to meditation tapes at night and fuck man. I mean, last night really I got, we were high as fuck. And I was like, man, we live in a simulation. Like I was saying earlier, but I was listening to this. I was listening to this uh, podcast when I was like ripped out of my skull and they're like, Hey, don't trip. They're like, we don't really die. Like you're not your brain. You're not your heart. You're not your body. And I'm like, wow, <laughs> this is crazy. Sounds pretty, but dude. you know what I'm saying? Like, that's, that's some, that's that's some a, heavy shit. I think but we had dinner with Matt that one night. That's what he's saying. It's just kind of like on to the next thing. Yeah, Matt yeah. from Avenge. Shout out Matt from Avenge. He's always like, nothing matters. Mm. Yes, it does. It all <laughs> matters. Think? Everything matters. You think so? you, really? Yes. What, what do you think matters? Um, I don't know. Like your show, I'm sure matters to you. I mean, I just do it to keep Jake Whoa. happy, if you want to be honest with you. <laughs> what the? I tried canceling it three times this week. <laughs> I'm so kidding. No, you are right, though. Love, no, no, you, you are love right. Love stuff. Yes, I'm right. You are right. right. You, you are right. Shit does matter. Despite the ending of the Outwaters, I'm not a nihilist. Hey, oh, you, I can see why there would be a nihilistic t- viewpoint yeah. of that. I mean, I actually think the companion shorts show a little bit more. No, I mean, I just yeah. Love you know how I know you're humble. Ocean. You know how I know you're humble. I don't know. I don't know. At the <laughs> end of the at the end of the movie, when you cut off your, you know, oh, it wasn't that big. If it was me, bro, I would have had it like this. Dude. <laughs> yeah. Like that thing would just. Yeah. We could have done a whole podcast arm. on that scene. Oh yeah, it's all right. I'm hung in real life. I don't need a movie. Oh Dick. shit! Bam! So, I got you. It's, I mean, I'm not. I mean, I'm really humble. <laughs> I mean, I'm really humble. Insanely humble. I'm really humble. I'm really humble. The, uh, so humble. the penis be cut off. I was like, he's a humble dude. Because if if I had this movie, this was me. I think it'd be, it'd be fucking three feet falling. That whole room had. A- <laughs> That's in the yeah deleted scene with a much bigger one. Really? <laughs> no, it's the same ending, just bigger dick. Fuck. You know the director's cut. <laughs> the director. I like that. That's what I was bad. Well, dude, before we get out of here, man, thank you for your time. Congrats on everything, man. It, seriously, uh, this is so cool. Jake, thank you for putting this together. Uh, shout out Blunt Dads once again. If it wasn't for Blunt Dads, we would not be even having this uh, discussion with you. So. Now all I can think about is like, you know how uh, <laughs> alternate endings? Yeah. Not just one alternate ending. It's the same exact ending. with a huge dick. Yeah, just, <laughs> just purgatory. Just yeah. running. And you're just like dragging it away. Oh, my God. <laughs> thank you for that. You're welcome. You should do a little bonus. Blu-ray footage. comes out this summer. <laughs> Blu-ray, nice. <laughs> the big dick ending. Do you have merch or anything for where, like? Where, so yeah, let's let's do some plugs here. Where oh, no, no, I have nothing to plug. You got nothing to plug? No. You didn't do any movie. merch or anything? We got no, the new movie. We got the music. Right merch. Yeah, Bobby. Who cares about all that? <laughs> um, we all care about. It. See, look at Humble. you, Mister. Look at you, Mister. <laughs> nothing <laughs> matters. All no, of a sudden, huh? No, no, I care about the the love stuff and the the ocean and that shit. No, I'm trying to think of what's a plug. I mean, the Blu-ray. If you're a physical media person, I'll be when, when's out that coming in out? Summer. In the summer, it's very possible that uh, there might be a musical thing coming out in the summer too that oh, you cool. can physically own. Oh, sick! Cool. On a certain like type of thing. Vinyl. <laughs> okay, sick. I would own that vinyl. I lo- I collect vinyls, so I'm a big vinyl guy. Yeah. It's possible. Okay. I'm not allowed to say yet. Okay, that's fair. Uh, gotcha. Um, yeah. We watched this on what? Where did we watch this at? Amazon? Hmm? Where did we buy the movie at? We, we, we watched we, the, I did Venmo you for We bought it. I watched it on Screenbox, but... Yeah, you came over. You're like, oh, it's free on Screenbox. I think it was, I think it was Amazon. We bought it on Amazon. Because the Screenbox... Was that a hard process getting your movie on Amazon? Or was that pretty... I didn't handle oh, okay, that part okay. of it. The distributors did, oh, but I but I can say that the best way to watch it um, sound wise is on Screenbox because they don't do any compression with the audio. Gotcha. When you put it on mm. other streamers, they kind of crush everything, and it makes me want to die. So, uh, oh shit, that's good so to know. Get, 
Yeah, and it's also good. Blu-ray, it'll sound exactly as I intended. Screenbox cool. pretty much sounds um, good. Cool. That's good to know. I didn't even know that was a thing that yeah, they, they compress like sound. Yeah, fucking thing through some things, and it's just mm. like bullshit. <coughs> why, why, oh, do wow. they, why do they do that? What's even the point? I have no... Uh, I have some, some kind of dog, it's gotten out of control some kind of a dogma bit. i assume uh, <laughs> interesting okay but what do i know just from new jersey <laughs> how old are you by the way you gotta be the same age as us 34 and 37 okay so same shit same shit mid 30s shit we okay. love our mid 30s anything else before we get out of here no but thank All you dude this was fun thank yeah, this you was, this Appreciate was awesome it, man. man thanks Appreciate for creating it. something that when I get high, I just think about life, and I'm like, "Wow, this is crazy." Yeah. You, you. you kind of ruined my life, honestly, a little bit. Like you kind of like fucked me up a little bit. Not gonna lie. So, well, I hope you like the companion shorts. I, I, yeah, I'm, definitely I'm, check them out. Bobby. I'm gonna check so out the shorts. The I'm very. I'm wearing one of them's pretty gay. Oh, hey, there's nothing wrong with gay stuff. I love gay shit. I love gay shit too. Let's do it. There we go. Uh, but congrats, man, on everything. And, and this has been a great episode. Fright night episode twenty four. We're out of here. It's a good number. Anything else? I am good. You got nothing else to say. You usually have so much to say. Uh, this was fun. You know Not what I'm going to do? <laughs> I think I'm going to take us out with Strange Kids. No. Really? Yeah. You want Strange Kids? Sure. Play Midnight. Who what the fuck's Midnight? He will know. Yeah, the cover from <laughs> the, the cover Shining. of Midnight from The Shining. Oh, the one you play. Oh, yeah. oh, yeah, yeah. I thought you meant the band Midnight. Like, it's very electronic and poppy, so cope with me. <laughs> for you to find it, my favorite horror movie is the original Candyman. Oh. It's also my favorite score. Philip Fucking Glass. love the piano in the Candyman. This is Strange Kids. Dun. We're out of here. Dun, 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 dun. Enjoy it. Enjoy it.